0: Hi there, I'm Rebecca Kinney and welcome to episode one of the Darlington Podcast. Today we're going to be talking all about senior ventures. I'm joined by upper school science teacher and my senior ventures co-teacher, Owen Kinney, and we'll be chatting with two current seniors, Caroline McRae and Luke McDermott.
1: Welcome to the Darlington Podcast, a production of Darlington School in Rome, Georgia. Join us as we take a look inside and outside our classrooms and connect with students, teachers, alumni, and more.
0: Hi Owen. Hi. Could you tell us a little bit about the Senior Ventures program?
2: Sure. Senior Ventures is a leadership program for a select group of seniors at Darlington designed to give students a unique opportunity to take a deep dive in an area that interests them, an area that will enrich their education and enrich the lives of other students at Darlington, uh, a project that might inspire others and serve our community.
0: How do you become a part of Senior Ventures?
2: Well, Juniors apply during the spring by submitting an abstract of their project, basically a summary of what they would like to do and how they would like to do it. We don't really give them strict limitations on what the style of that particular proposal has to be. We really just want to hear what they want to do and how they can frame their goals to achieve that objective.
0: So how many seniors are in the Senior Venture Program this year?
2: This year we have 16. The first year I believe we had 12 and this year we haven't fully decided how many we're going to have yet. Um, we have a lot of great applications so we're sifting through those presently.
0: All right so with us today we have two students that are actually in this program. Caroline we'll start with you and first just tell us a little bit about you as a Darlington student. How long have you been at Darlington?
3: Um, I've been at Darlington since kindergarten.
0: Okay, so we call people who have been at Darlington since kindergarten or first grade Dar babies. So you're a Dar baby, so yes, that's sir. great to hear. Tell us a little bit, a bit about what what do you do when you're not at school.
3: Um, I do cheerleading at a gym in Marietta. So after school, I drive over an hour, practice, drive home, get up, go to school the next day.
0: Wow. And so tell
3: us a little bit about your
0: Senior Ventures project.
3: So my project is I'm organizing monthly social groups for teenagers with Down syndrome. And we like to call... The group, Social Group for Differently Abled Friends, and it's over Zoom right now because of COVID, and we just meet and go over different topics because a lot of them can't go to school right now, so that's the only social interaction that they get, and so they look forward to it. We do crafts, play games, like bingo and other games, and we just talk, and it gives them a chance to make friends and be able to just talk to people because they don't get that very much besides their families.
0: How many times have you met this year with a special group?
3: I think seven so far, and sometimes we do it more consistently. Sometimes we'll do it every two to three weeks, and then sometimes we'll do it once a month. It just depends, and then we do it around holidays, and then base the meeting off the holiday. How many are
0: participating at this point?
3: We have about 10 right now, and every meeting we add like one more or so. So we're getting a few more. And what are the ages of the teens with Down syndrome? Um, I think the youngest right now is 13, and then the oldest is 20.
0: And are you planning on meeting with them in the future outside of the world of Zoom?
3: Yes, ma'am. Um, we're hoping to have a in-person meeting soon. Um, so hopefully that'll be able to happen because I hope I get to meet all of them in person and they'll get to meet each other. So that would be really fun. I guess the next holiday is maybe Easter. Yes, Are ma'am. Are you planning something around that? Yes, ma'am. We'd like to have a uh, Easter-themed uh, meeting in person if we're allowed to. And it'll be like o- under... COVID guidelines, masks, stuff like that, but we can do like an Easter egg hunt, even decorate eggs and play bingo, games like that.
0: So one important part of the Senior Ventures Program is that every person in the program has a mentor. Most of them are in the Darlington community, but some are outside the community I know you have a special mentor. Can you tell us a little bit about that person?
3: Yes, ma'am. So my mentor in the community is my mom, Beth McCray. She owns a pediatric therapy clinic and I've kind of grown up there my whole life and grown up with the kids. So that's why I wanted to do this for my project because I've really gotten to know them and it's made me have an interest in doing this. And so this has also like influenced my career choice. So I wanted. to do something where I'm working with kids. Well, thank you so much.
0: So we also have another senior from the program, Luke McDermott.
3: Luke, can
0: you tell us a little bit about your Darlington career? How long have you been here?
1: Uh, so far, I've been here about 13 years. I came in pre-first with Miss Cox. Uh, I believe that was her last one of her last pre-first students because uh, they stopped the pre-first program not long after. Um, so I've been in Darlington about 13 years. So you're a
0: Dar baby as well. Yes, ma'am. So what do you like to do for fun?
1: Um, well, I play uh, three sports. I play football, I wrestle, and I play soccer. So when I'm not at school, uh, right after school, I go to practice. And then uh, I like to play with my dog, Pearl. Uh, she's really big, so she's fun to lay on and take her on walks. So that's what I like to do.
0: All right. So tell us a little bit about your Senior Ventures project.
1: Uh, my project is about sleep, and what inspired my project is uh, before nights with, of big tests um, and big wrestling tournaments or soccer games or football games, I struggle to go to sleep, uh, not just the night before, but the nights uh, coming up to it, maybe even a week before. And I would like to figure out uh, what's the reason for me not being able to go to sleep um, or struggling to go to sleep, sometimes being up at 2 a.m., thinking about what's gonna happen the next day. So that's really what inspired me. And also I know that if I have that problem, then I know there's a bunch of other people in the Donington community and in the Rome community who also have that problem. So I would like to not only figure out for myself, but figure out for them and then uh, figure out ways to uh, combat that problem and uh, help everyone.
0: So this has an important effect on you as well. And how are you getting this information out to everybody?
1: Um, so far I am making i I'm making podcasts. Um, it's actually called the Triple Z Podcast. Um, uh, y'all have probably seen it on the Darlington website. Uh, Elle Smith made the artwork for it. So thank you very much to her for that. Um, so I'm making a podcast and I am planning on making three podcasts. And so far uh, I've only produced one so far. I might even do a chapel talk um, if I'm allowed to do that, but, um, it's in a podcast and one of three has been done so far.
0: And so tell me a little bit about that first podcast that you recorded. What, what was the focus?
1: Yes. And the, the focus of my first podcast was basically just introducing, um, what my project, uh, is what I've pretty much done to y'all so far. And I talked about how I went around the Darlington School and polled people from grades nine to twelve, asking them questions they would like to have answered. And I'm still doing that. I pretty much just introduced the topic of insomnia, and I didn't go far into detail about it. I just uh, talked about how I know that I have uh, been faced with that, and there's a bunch of other people who also have been faced with that, and I want to figure out a way to figure it out. I also asked at the very end for people who have questions um, to reach out to me and let me know. And in my next podcast, I plan to uh, interview some students around Darlington, maybe some faculty also They would like to um, have their questions answered and talk to me about their experiences with uh, not being able to fall asleep and times before big events. And so that's what my uh, next plans are.
0: So a lot of our projects do center around some research. So what kinds of research have you done on sleep?
1: Um, so far, I have... Um, I found one website, it's, uh, sleepfoundation.org and they talk all about like sleep and how to get more sleep when you're not getting sleep. So exactly what I'm studying. Um, so that's a, that's a resource that I've been on to like rely on pretty heavily. So that's where I, uh, that's pretty much it.
0: And you said that you're asking everyone questions about sleep. Can you give us some examples of those
1: questions? All right. Um, so some questions I had were, um, does being on your phone uh, right before right before you go to sleep or fall asleep while on your phone affect your sleep? Does the light from your phone affect you? Um, does gaming on your Xbox or your PS4 all night and then falling asleep, does that affect you? Or um, does watching Netflix when you go to sleep affect you? Um, also, how does music affect your sleep? And there's certain types of music make you fall asleep faster and there's certain types of music hinder you from falling asleep? Um, so those are some of them. Um and also some were so there's melatonin is a, a like a medicine you can take to help you fall asleep and some people ask, um, is it actually helpful and and why? So a lot of people want to know why certain things help them fall asleep or stop them falling asleep.
0: So either of you can kind of answer this, but tell us a little bit about the class. It is a course, um, just like any course that you would take. And name
3: some stuff that you kind of do in the class um so we meet usually three times every rotation and we all help each other out with our projects like if someone needs help coloring something or setting something up to help them with their project we'll all help them like i know for one person in our class we helps them bake and we do stuff like that to help each other out. And it's just a time that we can ask questions and get feedback on our projects and we can help each other. So that's very helpful.
1: And to go off what she said, we do. Uh, we spend a lot of time helping our uh, friends with their projects and they're helping us. So um, in class, I've got a friend named uh, Joe Marion. He's doing a project uh, about the Darform farm and the bees. So I've spent a good bit of time with him and some, uh, some of the other people in the class. We, uh, we cleaned out the greenhouse and got that all cleaned up uh, to help his project. Um, we also went and grabbed bee boxes, and they've been around the dollar farm helping them out. So, um, so just like they help us, uh, just like we help them, they also help us and do research, and uh, we all collaborate pretty well together. And y'all are pretty helpful, uh, always there when uh, pushing us, making sure we're getting our work done and getting stuff done.
4: A Darlington student is made up of many things, none of which is average. Darlington is helping me develop my interests, passions, and pursuits because they believe every individual has something to contribute. And only when you're 100% you, are you 100% Darlington. Hi, I'm Daria Black, and I'm a four-year boarding student from Cinnaminson, New Jersey, and helped co-found Darlington's Black Student Union. I am 47% lively leader, 33% thought for thespian, and 20% global thinker, which makes me 100% Darlington. Find out how you can be 100% Darlington, too, by requesting a personal campus tour at www.darlingtonschool.org visit or contacting admission at darlingtonschool.org.
0: Owen is the founder of Senior Ventures. Can you tell us a little bit about what made you come up with this idea or how you came up with
2: it? Sure. Um, oh boy. Well, this is my 22nd year at Darlington. Uh, and I've taught science for a long time. And one of the things that always interested me was what did the kids do when they weren't in my class? Like what, what were they really into that I wasn't giving them in class? Like, because they always have background information that astonishes me and, or interests that are unique. And, you know, when we say our motto that we're looking for wisdom more than knowledge, I think it's really getting wisdom in a, in a subject area or an endeavor is hard if you're not in charge. I, I wanted to give them a chance to take the wheel and kind of discover for themselves what wisdom felt like and what the pursuit of wisdom uh, is really all about.
0: And this is just our second year in the program. Last year was a little bit different because of COVID and our final projects. But for our final projects this year, we will have a date. So be looking for that where we'll have an opportunity for all of our seniors that are in the program to share their projects with the community. So Luke and Caroline, if you can think of any questions you'd like to ask us the teachers.
3: Um, so how do you choose the projects that you're gonna accept into the course? Like what stands out to you and makes you want to help them with their project? That's an excellent
0: question. This year in particular, when we asked everyone to write their proposal, we really wanted them to focus on a community service aspect. Both of yours have that in your project, but we're really looking for that this year how we can connect with the community and kind of give back. And so all of the proposals that we have received this year include that. But also we're just looking for proposals that are, of course, unique. And like Owen said, something that the students are really passionate about. And that passion kind of comes through in the proposal. And we feel like they will stick to it and they will be successful.
2: Yeah. I mean, we, we certainly ask, is it feasible? Uh, so is this the kind of project that, first of all, can be done? Uh, second of all, is it something that's going to last an entire year? Can we break it down into phases where we can give small deadlines so the student will stay busy, uh, the student will have not only opportunities but reasons to seek help uh, from mentors, whether those are teachers or um, professionals in the community, um, and and I think most importantly, are, are they offering something that's inspiring to the rest of the school? You know, of course, we, 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 we kind of have a service bend to it, but, you know, it, it could be that your service is the inspiration you're giving everyone else in our school community. So we have some entrepreneurial type endeavors. To me, th- those are just as important to show other students that, you know, even though you're a teenager and you're a full-time student, you can still create something that is an inspiration to the rest of us.
1: Um, and this is directed to you, Ms. Kenny. I know you said this is only the, the second year of the class. And I was wondering if you have any like aspirations or something you would like uh, for this program to turn into over the next few years and how you would like it to grow.
0: Yes, definitely. Well, I think any good teacher hopefully looks back at the year and does a lot of reflecting and what we would have done different. One thing I really want to do is bring in more outside people that can talk about projects and long-term projects and goal setting stuff that maybe owen and i aren't experts at and we try to work with you and have individual conferences to kind of get your goals but i think having more speakers would be helpful and also just looking at the individual project ideas and bringing in speakers for each of those individual projects and also maybe communicating more with our mentors. Those three things are goals that I have for next year, but um, I'm thrilled with the program so far and it can always improve. At the end of every podcast, we're gonna ask a question and you guys are in the first podcast, so you'll be the first to answer. Say you're a Darlington tiger without actually saying you're a tiger.
1: Well, I'll go. Uh, Whenever I walk around the lake, all three swans chase me all the way around, and I'm pretty scared of them, to be honest.
3: Um, in the mornings from your car, it takes about 10 to 15 minutes to walk to class because the campus is so big.
0: Thank you so much for listening to Episode 1 of the Darlington Podcast. Tune in each week wherever you like to listen to podcasts and don't forget to subscribe.
1: Check out today's show notes at www.darlingtonschool.org podcast.
0: If you have questions about today's program or ideas for a future episode, send an email to communications at darlingtonschool.org.
1: The Darlington Podcast, a production of Darlington School in Rome, Georgia, is a collaboration between the communication advancement and IT teams and the intro music a student produced. See show notes and hear more episodes at DarlingtonSchool.org podcast.